Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I am Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's going on? And we are back because we just can't stay away. Have you had trouble deciphering my text? Because apparently, you know when you see on the internet and the, you know, you can read the words are all scrambled and they're missing several letters and yet you can still read it? Oh, I can totally read it. Like, I've had so much feedback just missing an eye people are like i don't understand what you're saying i'm like it's just missing one digit <laughs> well it's just so unlike you you know like i always send like scrabbled texts like i'm like trying you know it's always like a mess but yeah yours are, are usually like perfect so it's like are you okay Has someone kidnapped you because <laughs> i'm trying like i've been trying to do voice text um but like on the airplane and stuff i'm like i'm trying to talk low i'm like I am, blah, 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 and then it won't pick it up. So, you guys, my phone was damaged in the sea kayak, which I'm usually so careful. I always have it in a Ziploc bag, and I'm overprotective, and nothing ever happens. So, so this time I'm like, eh, it's fine, and it's waterproof. It's not like I was like dropping it at the bottom of a pool. Well, no, it went haywire, and now my I'm I can't type I J or N. And according to my mother, those are very important letters because she's a Wheel of Fortune expert. And clearly, nobody can read my text without the N or the I, so I'm giving up. Oof. I'm just afraid to go. I'm going to go this week and get the new phone, but I just need everything transferred. And, like, I just plugged it in. They're like, your iCloud hasn't updated your pictures in 360. I'm like, I I need everything, like. And then that will take, like, literally, like, two days. And so the the update, like, takes forever. And then, yeah, it's scary that you're going to lose something. Yep. I just had, like, the the biggest freaking heart attack ever. So um, we dropped Ronnie off at practice and me and Chad were like, let's get something good to eat. Like what, like, let's like splurge a little, like, what should we get? You know? So we're like arguing about where to go and we wanted different things and we're trying to save money. So we were like, every time we'd like fill our cart with something, it was like, are you kidding me? Like once you add everything and it was like too much. So anyways, I was like, I just really want like a crunchy taco. So I went through this like knockoff, um, um shoot what is it called like oh my god now I can't even think of the word like just like a like not a Taco Bell like a full-on like authentic Mexican food place you know one of the little ones on the side of the room so I'm like I'm gonna go there and get just like a crunchy taco so I got that Daisy wanted a happy meal so Chad's like I'll just get McDonald's too so he goes into McDonald's he did like the mobile order that I'm always telling you about and um so he comes out, we go home, and I, um, Daisy's like, I want to watch Barbie. And I was like, no, mommy's watching something that she wants to watch right now. So we put on this Netflix show. This It, it was like, you know, it's brand new, just came out. It's like a thriller, you know? So, like, all these things were happening, and I go, oh, my God, I know what just happened. I know why that happened. So I'm, like, telling Chad my theory on what just happened on this show, and he's like, oh. <gasps> And I'm like, oh, my God, he lo- he's, like, really impressed with how smart I am. You know, he, like, did this big gasp, and he's like, I left our phones at McDonald's. Oh, my God. So I'm like, what? I'm like, 100% they're gone. Like, both of our big old phones left inside McDonald's. So I was inside of McDonald's, number one? He he put the mobile order in instead of going through the drive-thru to pick up inside. Like, he made a mistake. So I went through the drive-thru, and the lady's like – sorry like it's a pickup and I'm like can't you just get it and give it to us like we literally have to pull around and come in and she's like yes so she made us so um so anyway I don't do that I know I yes so Chad busts out of the house like he runs out to go get it I run to the iPads to like track the phones it's like no location available I'm like oh they've already turned it off like they've turned off our location they turned off the phone I'm like what am I going to do and we were with Sprint and now Sprint is T-Mobile and they sent us like a letter saying you need to switch your insurance with us like you had it with Sprint but that doesn't grandfather over so please fill out this form I didn't so I'm like 
oh my God, like there's no way we can get new phones. Like, what are we going to do? Like, I haven't backed up either. Oh, no. Um, but they had him. They had him in their safe. So Chad goes there oh. and he knocks on. He like the, the place is closed. It closed at eight apparently. So the guy's like, "No, you can't come into the dining room." And Chad's like, "They made him go to the. So he had to go to the drive through, and say I left my phones." And they're like, "Oh, they're in the safe." So happy ending to the story. How- but I literally had like a panic attack. Where are you? That they closes at eight p.m. I, I guess Fountain Valley. Jeez. What the fuck? The dining room, you know, like the place was open. They just like you couldn't come in. I don't know. Like, that's where you go to go to the bathroom, McDonald's. Like you don't go to the gas station. You go to McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, okay, like whew, a little adrenaline rush, and I'm ready to podcast. Those, um, yeah. See, I was worried about like old podcasts downloaded too that are they were you know people deleted them, but they're downloaded on my phone, so I'll forever have them. Oh yes. Like, like back to the firing days, you know, all the Jackie Schimmel ones. I'm like, I got it all. I have it all. Um, but the taco shells made me laugh because I don't know if I sent you the picture, but my mom was cleaning out her pantry. Yeah. And it, you know, it's a, it's a quite deluxe. It's like, you know, open up several cabinets and then there's secret cabinets and, I know, like, you know, last time I was home, I found some jello from like, 2006 and so she emptied everything out and I thought this is a great time for me to go and I had to get a flashlight and everything because some of the shit is so like wiped off you can't even decipher the expiration so I'm just chucking things right and left you know I'm finding canned tomatoes from 2016 and first of all you shouldn't have the aluminum canned tomatoes if you are you better eat them right away but and just everything and I'm just chucking 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 and there were some taco shells, and those were actually um, not that bad. It was 2023, but it was earlier, like May. Mm-hmm. And I'm just on this, like, start fresh. Blah, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> I kept the, – the furthest I went back was, like, November 23. Okay, that was last month. Fine. But there were some taco shells, and I'm like, you know, and they were open. And because she had some pantry moths, hence the whole, like, I'm going to vinegar the whole pantry. Yes, blah, blah, blah. yes, yes. And like, can't take any chances. Everything must, everything must go and anything open, whatever. And she noticed that. And that I'm talking, I will send you the pictures. I could even post them. Thousands and thousands of items are spread out on like four different tables. And I went through every single piece and she notices the taco shells. And then she noticed, she's like, She's putting things back. She won't let me and one of my sisters helps because, you know, like she knows where things should be. Yeah. Even though it doesn't make sense, it makes sense to her. It's like, fine, I get it. It's your pantry. Um, she's putting back, you know, they have probably 18 bottles of unopened salad dressing. Yeah. There's one. And she's like, there was another, where's the, and I see she's putting back the dressing. I go, the Western dressing? She goes, yes. I'm like, first of all, it was the generic brand. <laughs> Second of all, who eats Western dressing in uh, over the age of like ten? Third of all, they don't even sell Western dressing in most of the country. Yeah, they wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what the hell is Western dressing? It's like Catalina. <laughs> and who eats Catalina dressing unless you're eight? Right? I was gonna say I like it. <laughs> no, they, 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 you would. It's very sugary. They call it Western. They call it Western dressing in the Midwest, and nobody eats that anymore. And also, it, I go. It expired in 2018. She's like, well, it wasn't opened. It's. I'm sure it's fine. What? <laughs> and they're just like out of thousands of items. She literally could like remember every single thing that was missing and she started to That's panic and so I'm like, funny yeah so anyways um okay you didn't um thank you heather for posting about james being in our hometown of huntington beach and not only this time holly doesn't have an excuse because she didn't like the club in costa mesa but bungalow we very much do like i okay yes i was like when I saw that, I was like, oh, shoot. And then um, when, I I, when I saw it, it was at Bungalow, I was like, eh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I do wonder, 
I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wonder how he's going to do there. I, I don't know. Will there be a line? Will there not? Like, was there a line in Costa Mesa? It looked packed. I, I don't know. But that's like a nightclub. And they're like, this is a Thursday night in January. And this is very, like, you know, vibey, too. Like, I'm sure they're, you know, I, I used to go out every Thursday night. Like, I'm sure that people go out, you know, like it's. Well, this is like the coolest place, right? Yes. And like, obviously, they all go to the one in Santa Monica. It's like the bungalow where, yeah. oh, this is where Schwartz kissed the girl that he thought was Katie. It was the bungalow, but that was in Santa Monica. This one's Huntington Beach, and it's it's right on the ocean. It's very cool. It's very hip, yes. It's where I would go there every day to my gym. Very I, beautiful people there. So are we going, or? Wait, when was it again? It's Thursday. This This Thursday? Yeah. Uh You know he doesn't like to give notice. Why would why would it be that soon? I know. And also on a Thursday. Oh. I'm torn. I feel like because of the location, like I feel like I have to. Um, not because it's close for me, it's close for you. But you know, it's just like, you know, it's a place we like and it's yeah, yeah. the old hood and like, you know. I don't know. Well, I'll think about it. Yeah. Because it would be later. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, enough about that. Um, we want to talk about Raquel's podcast, but a couple of other things happened today. Lala did uh, Amazon Live and, like, revealed some shit. Yeah. I, I, I um, You sent me a text, and I was, I was like, okay, hmm. So... Some of the interesting things. Um, well, one thing that kind of bothered me, she went off. She's like, yes, yeah, some of the cast members. And it's like, you're talking about Sheena because everyone, everyone talks about Sheena always bringing in randos, you know, because Sheena makes friends with everyone and brings in the randos. She's like, some of the cast brings in these randos. And we can't trust them. They're like trolls because she was kind of talking like in terms of, um, how she would react if she found out on Van- Vanderpump cast there was a Monica, a secret troll account. Yeah. She's like, well, I could see it happening because some of the cast brings in these randos that aren't even part of the friend group. I mean, let's even look at Rachel. She was a fan. And look how she got on the show. She, like, stalked James Kennedy and, like, she watched him DJ. And now all of a sudden she's on the show. And I thought, first of all, you were not friends with anybody on the show, Lala. So maybe someone else could say that, but you can't say that. You weren't friends with anybody. Yeah. And also, did we not forget how you met Randall? He was a fangirl. <sighs> it's just, I don't like, I don't like the fan degradation terms. Me neither. And the randos. And it's like, these randos, who are you talking about? The people that are actually in their friend group that they just aren't on the show, you know? I feel like if someone confronted her about that, like one of the, <laughs> I always call them randos, um, one of the, you know, like the friends, the friend, the adjacents. Fr- yes, adjacents, like I feel like she would be like, I'm not talking about you. Like she would like totally deny it if she was confronted. I mean, Janet was a rando and I think she's, clearly on Janet's side because then someone asked oh you know they they were talking about Lala and Katie's heated um friendship hiccups during this season that we'll see and they're like what about Kristen are you friends with Kristen she's like I don't know who that is and then there's a follow-up question like oh so you wouldn't go on Kristen's podcast and she goes no she goes, does she still have one? Like, that is, like, literally disrespectful to the foundation of Vanderpump Rules. It's fucking mean. And Kristen's podcast is quite successful. They chart. They have a lot of ads. I mean. There's space for everyone. Like, don't be like that. Like, that's that's the thing with Lala is I feel like sometimes, depending on, like, the mood she's in, she's very much, like, I support women and da da da. You know, like she's like yeah. all about it, and then she'll turn around and do something like this, where it's like that's like full on like mean girl behavior. And Kristen actually has they provide like actual content 
um, Lala's podcast is really about nothing. It's about Lala being like talking about how funny she is. It's literally about nothing. Yeah. Whereas Kristen does have topics and, you know, sometimes you tune in, sometimes you don't, but there's, there's value there. She, she does tend to make it fun because she'll say some things and then, you know, another week she'll have like this week, she had this expert that I'm actually kind of interested in this probiotic lady, but, um, you know, it's, it's just rude. And also like Kristen's like best friends with Brittany, Lala, you're great friends with Brittany like where's the what's the problem what did Kristen do to you I don't know hmm. she said she did uh, school Sandoval she goes yes I texted him about the Tigers and then I had a word with him at the Emmys and he was not fond of what I had to say oh boy I mean I believe that I mean the- I thought she did I am um- looking forward to her and Katie fighting. I think that's a great, I love that. I, I, and I, I like how she kind of said, like, they both, you know, like hone in on each other and like go, you know, toe to toe. And I I like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Emmys, so we were speculating, Oh, why isn't Ariana presenting? Oh, she's probably busy. She can't make the flight. Well, no, she was there. So why the fuck were Ariana and Katie not on stage presenting? I get if they want to. Oh, the the people of the why that got them nominated, Scandal. Fine, if that excuses why Sandoval's on stage, fine. Yeah. Then Ariana should be on stage. Maybe. Um, do you think maybe she said, "I don't want to be up there with him," and and then she was like, "He can take it." Or with all this Lala jealousy, she's like, give Lala her little moment or whatever. I don't know. It just doesn't, you know what though? Fuck Lala. Katie should be up there. Then it would be a true OG lineup. Even yeah. though Schwartz technically wasn't a cast member. He is, you know, he's an OG just like Ariana and Schwartz. They weren't official cast members to like season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're OGs. They were on, you know, they yeah, were yeah. Yes. So it should have been then Katie and Sheena and the Toms then. So I I really, in my heart, believed they were winning this Emmy. And I was, like, super disappointed to hear that they didn't. Um, what I, is this show that they kept losing to? I've never even heard of it. Um, so I... I still did not look it up, but I was um, reading more people's comments and like people were like, no, like it's really good. Like it really like they like truly um, I I believe it's like a docuseries where they go to like a town and like they literally like changed people's lives with the the show that they did. So I I don't know anything about it, but um, oh, like an undercover boss kind of thing. Uh, yeah, well, and I did hear that it was definitely more like a docu series than like a reality show. So possibly, you know, like sometimes, yeah, you can't put apples to apples. Well, I don't know. Like they would say, they they made more categories now because it used to be you can't compare Vanderpump Rules with Top Chef or Survivor. Right, right. You know, there's competition shows, and then there's like, you know housewife type shows and like I don't know I like Katie I liked what Katie posted like after like when she was at home on her couch and her sweats she was like you know like it was an amazing experience getting to go to that award show and experience it and be there and like I am happy they get to do they've done this a couple times where they've you know been super close but I, I really thought they had it this time so that was a little disappointing yeah Katie looked like too bad it wasn't the Oscar. She looked like a liquid Oscar. Uh, but I was wondering, like, did did the other ones all coordinate their black look because they were yeah. going to be on? Like, it's like it's like those TikToks where it's like um, they're doing like a little like TikTok dance in their pajamas, and all the girls are in like silk shorts with the little like matching set. And there's one girl they didn't tell, and she comes in like her flannel <laughs> jammies. You know, and it's like, how could you guys not tell that person? It's messed up. But like. Katie looked great, and then Ariana was in lavender. And yeah, they great. oh, they absolutely stood out. But I, I definitely, t- I was like, huh. Yeah, hmm. it did look nice. All of them lined yeah, up in black like it that. Did. Um, I did read some funny comments on 
it was like just a random page that came up on Facebook, like a, a Bravo group or something. And um, and this lady was like taking a picture with the like like they're sitting in their seats, and so many people. And mind you, this is a Bravo group. They're like, "Who is that? Who? What show is that? Who is like?" They did not know who they were. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I was like, "Hmm, that sucks." Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, anything else happening? I just want to get into Rachel's for Rachel's first podcast. Yes. What did you think about the whole? It, it, it felt like a confessional with the producer, like slightly muted, like her her, you know, audio was lower. It was like a confessional, like Jerry going, "Hey, Sheena, what did you think of?" Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Okay, so I did see, like, a, a critique of that, like, and I saw a lot of people saying, like, oh, like, um, the producers were just leading her through these questions and da-da-da. I kind of, I didn't mind it. I don't know if in the future if it's going to bug me if they really do start leading her down a path, Um but I felt like she kind of needed it, and it's hard yeah. to solo podcast. So I don't, I don't think you can fault her. Lala has her assistant on. Everyone has someone. Oh my who- god, you're so right. I can't imagine. Raquel has hated podcasts. Like she said it the few times she was on. Like Sheena, she's like, you know, I hate doing this. You know, I never want to do podcasts. You know, we've reached out all of it. Like we reached out way back in her innocent days where she could use the exposure, but she's just, you know, she's shy and nervous and insecure. So you're right. Doing a solo podcast, she would have probably like record a line, stop, record a line, stop. And so, well, and it's, it's, yeah, it's really hard to be like critical of yourself and then to listen back to it. And it sounds like she's checking in with numerous people, you know, so she's, she's definitely not like, feeling self-assured right now. So I, I didn't mind that. I, um, I like that they too, they asked some questions that fans would want to ask or they drill in a little bit more to keep her on track, but also like drill to more levels of detail. Um, so I didn't want to like, as soon as um, I think it was Lisa that posted the, the podcast was up and it was like later on in the night. And I was like, I, I'm gonna listen to this. And so I was like getting into bed and oh my god, like I almost fell asleep just because her voice is so like it like it, it gives podcast. Yes, it like gives me anxiety with her like voice shaking, but then it's also soothing and like she kind of gets going with like her stories and it's like da 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 it's like so sing songy. Yeah, I, I actually did fall asleep because I was on a plane. I'm like, okay, just and I rewound and re-listened. Um, she has, I think, made great improvements with her speaking. It's not shaky and nervous. She's much more confident. You can tell that she gets nervous when she starts laughing and everything uh, or certain questions she knows are going to be hot points. I mean, she's said herself she almost pulled the plug on the whole thing the night before. She's still, like, very nervous. Okay, so here is my take on it. And... I wrestled like back and forth with like what I how I wanted to speak about this and like what my stance is and everything. And I feel like one of my goals for like this year of podcasting is like I'm going balls to the wall. Like I feel not that I feel like the show is over, but I feel like we've been in this game for so long. I'm not going to filter myself to make people like me like there's tons of people that aren't fans of us and I feel like are the ones that are like would you know like I've never not been authentic but like I'm just I'm not holding back anymore it's like to try to like people please bravo or something but um I just I I really enjoyed how raw she was in this podcast um she started talking about stories that like as she was saying them I was like oh I don't think you should say that like I would like she like took us right back to the scene and let us know what she was thinking when it is not making her look good and like if you know if we wanted to we could absolutely rip it apart and be like oh my god how could you you know like it it kind of like rips the wound open again but I was so grateful for that to kind of hear from her like what she was thinking 
is I think exactly why she's doing the podcast because it's like, like I I'm referring to like when the they car. went into the pool, you know, and like yeah, just yeah, I was gonna say the car in the pool, and she, when she said no, but I actually liked it, like to admit that, like she could have been like, I didn't know how to react, I was kind of frozen. No, she's like, no, but I kind of I liked it, and I was like. Okay, well, thank you for the honesty. And she said that like a couple of times where like, and I felt like the producers were kind of like popping in like, well, how did that make you feel? And she's like, it made me feel wanted. And, you know, it was like, oh, my, they gave her like a way to be like, like, and I feel like if she was being more like Sandoval or more trying to like switch the narrative, she absolutely could be like, you know what, like I can't believe like like she was not he making pressured me yes or or even like I made such a horrible decision in this moment and I'm reflecting on that now like there wasn't any, like it was just like here is the story here's what I've been telling my therapist and my family and now I'm gonna share it with you like the full-on like raw I, mean, I love though because she she said she could tell such a difference between the beginning of the season and the end she goes yeah, in the end, she goes, it was so cringy. She was clearly, I was clearly in my selfish era. She goes, oh my God, it's so cringy watching the the necklace purchase and then my talking to Ariana, but then explaining like her thought process at the time, which makes total sense to me. You would want to fish around with the girlfriend right. and be like, it's like, it's like is kind, he telling me the truth? Yes, it's like kind of relatable where you're like, hmm, you know, she, like. Her bullshit radar 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 had gone up by that point so she was trying to figure out the truth without wanting to come out and like hurt ariana or cut you know what i mean like she didn't want to lose sandoval but she also didn't want to hurt ariana by like she wanted to figure out what was really the truth and that gave her i think a little bit of a wake-up call i also really enjoyed the part where they kind of got into like the show of it all where, you know, she was like, I am not allowed to give away, like, any storylines or anything like that. But since this is my story, like, I'm allowed to tell, like, where I was coming from in that moment. But, like, I appreciated that. And she kind of touched on there are certain things that we don't know how it works in reality TV. Where it's like, we get, like, they, they have to film how it's going to work. They have to storyboard it out. Like, that's how it works. Yeah. And, but I, I'm really excited to get into that because she may slip and say something. But, um. um so I understand why she didn't, like, it makes total sense. And I, and I hate when Sheena and Lala and they're like, well, she doesn't know. Maybe we would have given her the space to hear her out and her side. Like, would you have, like, it's easy to say that, uh, you know, it's like, what do they call it? Um, Monday morning, you know, after football, like Monday morning quarterback calls or whatever. Oh yeah. It, it, it's just like, yeah, you say you'd give her the space to hear her perspective and her side. But in reality, she felt or knew Okay, none of these ladies are my friends. And they truly, really none of them were, except for Sheena. And Sheena was so, like, butthurt from Sandoval and her. And, like, it would have been a hard place for her to go, right? And so she said it would have left me in a boat with Sandoval. And at that point, she had figured out, like, he's... She goes, it was too risky. She goes, because the way he uses his words with me, I'm not strong enough to not fall back into that trap. And like, he, she wasn't blaming him, but she was kind of like, I'm still susceptible to his charm and he can talk his way and sell anything that he can probably be like, Raquel, no, this is meant to be. This is the way. We just have to get through this. And she would have fallen for it. And she said the I risk agree. versus reward was just – and I thought that was very mature because the reward is great. You're going to go back on. It's going to be so hard. But, you know, if you want to be, you know, in this entertainment world, you need to do it. But when she identified the risk was greater for her, like that's the, the, it, that's the first time that I heard that possibly 
like this therapy that she's been given, this treatment that she's been receiving is possibly working because someone on her team, you know, guided her to say, you're still talking to him. Like you're still like, what is like, you're, you're not ready. And so for her to listen to that too, you know, like, cause sometimes we can make bad decisions and, you know, you can just be like, screw off. It's my life. Like I'm going to do what I want. She was suicidal. I know Sandoval said that too for a day, like over at a Duracell battery commercial, but she really was. And so to know that she would be that susceptible to fall back into it and that she'd make made great strides in her mental health to like all of that would be washed away very quickly because, you know, Sandoval's a good talker. Yeah. Well, I mean, not technically. He's actually a horrible talker, <laughs> speaker, but, yeah. you know, community, whatever, whatever he does, he does something to make these, to make Kristen stick around for seven years, Ariana for nine and Raquel, God knows how long it would have been. And you think about it, like she said, she met James at 21. She's, you know, on camera. And that was clearly like James was at his worst. You know, he was immature, volatile, abusive, alcoholic, like the way she said Graham would hide when he'd be unhinged. And, you know, like, so she had this tumultuous, her only relationship all through her 20s. And then she goes right into this, this worm. Yeah. And uh, she, of course she's going to be fucked up. Yeah. And not have a real grasp of, you know, reality. And I don't know. And then I also do get the, the good girl, the do everything right. And like nothing worked out. So like, fuck it. I worked so hard and was such a good girl and I never won anything. And, like, fuck it, now I'm free. I can't even try, so let me just go balls to the wall. I'm going to drop some ecstasy, do some molly. We're gonna. I'm just leaning into this bad girl because she never got to do that growing up. Right. I mean, that this reminds me of you. Yeah, it is, it is like, very relatable. You know, um, as soon as you turned 18, Little Wayne came out. Yeah. On, on your- it's, so, it's so funny. Ronnie was, like, we were in the car, and she's like, Mom, who do you like better, Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? And I was like, oh, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like, I love her. I'm like, Ronnie, like, my favorite genre of music is, like, rap, like, hip-hop. I'm like, but you were too young to listen to that because when mommy started listening to that, like, I was, like, fully rebelled. Like, it's, like, it is hardcore. You know, like, it's they say bad things. <laughs> who does she like better? Nicki Minaj. Um, um, I do too. I didn't know Cardi B started her career on a reality show. What show was that? Oh gosh, I don't know. Was it like Love and Hip Hop or something? I, or? I mean, I like Cardi B too. Nicki Minaj is just like, I just yeah. freaking love her. I agree. I concur. Yes. Um, who do you think Raquel was talking about when she was referring to the friend that she told? I know. Um, I mean, Isaac, but then he was so like, oh my God, I can't believe I, I was blindsided. So it's like either his reaction is a lie or it's another guy. I think it could be the other guy because. Well, who? Kale. Oh, I, right. Just because. And that's why she took his call post Scandaval. Yes. yes. Oh, yes, you're right. And, like, hearing him speak on different podcasts and in person, yeah. excuse me, I feel like um, he he kind of used that language of checking in with someone and making sure they're good and being a sounding board for them and, like, not telling them what they want to hear all the time, but giving that t- – like, he very much gave me that vibe, and I don't get that from Israel at all. Yeah, because who else was there, like – their posse like she was hanging around billy lee a lot yeah joe um but i know but yeah but i can't see and someone being at schwartz and sandy's like i'm that's just my guess yeah yeah because the way israel isaac and what what did you think about her i don't think it was him although it's hard didn't she say though that the person didn't say anything that they stayed quiet or who was she talking about with that oh her um a couple of her friends like people that really stuck with her did not speak out and say anything yeah and then she said a couple of the 
they said, do you speak with, have you spoken with any of the cast members? I don't think she's talking about like main cast. I think she's talking about like Billy Lee. Oh, Schwartz. Schwartz for sure. Yeah. She's like, yeah, they've checked on me and they said they miss me. Well, Schwartz has said that himself. He admitted to texting her. She's like, but they haven't come out with that publicly because, you know, I'm such a liability. I'm like, well, we know Schwartz. And then I'm guessing probably Billy Lee. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like if I, if I were a cast member and like seeing how big Scandival got, knowing that she, you know, having the inside info that she literally was checked into a facility that she was struggling mentally that like, you know, this was like really a thing. I, I, even if I hated someone, I'm pretty sure I would send a text and check in because I just would not want that on my conscience to know that, like, this person possibly is going to end things because of a TV show or, like, a bad choice they made. You know, it's just, like, when it comes down to it, like, I don't know. I just, I, I really think I would say something. Yeah. Oh, so much. Okay, so she talked about the Graham stuff and how, and we kind of heard this before, and that she had told Lisa she didn't want him to go with James because, you know, he wasn't the greatest dog owner. She would rile him, he would rile Graham up and bring out his aggressive side, and then, like, Graham would be, like, shaking and hiding under the bed when James would, like, be unhinged. But that led into, and then, you know, she explained how, Oh, this kind of made me sick, and I believe this. You know, that she kind of felt like they were using Graham as a weapon to get her back on the show, and that she was going to be set up in Tahoe, and they were going to do this big reveal. And, you know, it would obviously be a huge reaction. Yeah. And that's gross. Uh, I 100, as soon as this happened, I I knew that's what it was. And I feel like... Hearing her, like, could you imagine, like, I don't know, like, I I can't, I I know this is horrible, but I feel like, I don't want to say I could have made that choice to give up my dog, but, like, if I was in a mental, like, if I was in a space where I could not take care of the dog, my mom just got bit, like, I feel like she did, like, she tried to make a responsible choice, and then to be sitting on the bed with your mom and get, like, an alert and see that Graham was adopted by Lisa Vanderpump, and then, like, Mm. know that how this was going to play out, like, it could not have gone worse for her. Yeah, and then they tried to paint this narrative, and this is very Lisa Vanderpump, too, with the, she did this with Dorit and Poppy Gay, and we, we know she, you know, Love or hate Teddy Mellencamp. I do believe her story that Lisa was like, you know, do kind of you know, puppet. She she does it. She did it with Brandy and Kyle, <clears throat> um, you know, puppet master. It's like, oh, this dog was at the kill shelter. I saved him hours before death. That is what I do. You know, she's such a martyr and saint. And it's like, no, he wasn't. He was back at the training facility. Well, you know. And she explained they wanted more money because they have a different trainer and that guy's not, you know, obviously the trainer that failed, he's not going to honor his commitment because he left that facility. So it makes sense. Well, and I feel like an angle that they could take to definitely make Raquel look bad would be why didn't she consider James in the first place? Like after he bit her mom, why not call up James and say, look, you know, I, this is happening. Like, this is the decision that we're thinking about doing. Like, do you have, like, can you take him or is there anything like, can you go check on him when he's in Southern California? You know, like whatever, like just to like bring someone, like if you care, if that's your son or however she put it, like, I just, I don't know. I would be psycho enough to contact James even if I did, even if I knew he was a bad parent, just to have someone know well, Graham and go check on him or or something. You know, it's kind of the same thing though. If you look back at the last season, when she didn't call him, when Graham like ate his way out yeah, of the yeah. dog kennel or whatever, like 
he's like, why didn't you call me and tell me? And she's like, obviously there's a reason. Like she doesn't think like you're a good influence or she was just trying to keep her distance. Or, I don't know, yeah. Or, or she like, she has this thing where it's like a reflection on her in some way, like that she did something to the, you know, like she is the pro it almost seems like she wants to hide that. Like she couldn't take care of the problem where it's like, I think it's like very, normal to like not be able to handle a problem like that on your own you know like if your dog is upset and biting or whatever it is like it's not a reflection yeah. on you so hopefully i mean i think james got him more training right so i mean we'll see how it goes and like let's ask Allie, like how's everything going with that like she doesn't seem like she's gonna cover up a problem so i'm sure it was a lot to handle and especially when she's trying to focus on her survival and mental health in therapy and then you hear i mean me personally if i heard if i saw that chunk where they couldn't even stitch it up and it was my mother and doing a favor for a pet of mine i i would have just died well and i and i just feel like you know like when when you're at rock bottom and you feel like you have lost the ability to care for yourself and then yeah. you see that your pet is also out of control, it would not be far-fetched to start blaming yourself for that too and kind of throw up your hands and say, I have to admit, like, I can't do this. And then seek help. You know, like, that's that's what she did. Yeah. And um, I understand and that, people have, like, super strong feelings about this, and I do too. I can't, I'm excited to see how it's going to play out on TV. And I'm glad, I'm glad James has the dog. You know, I'm glad that he has, he has a yard. He has yeah. a loving parents, you know. I mean, and the, the doctor that said they recommended putting the dog down, like she could have said the doctor recommended this or the state mandated it because he's bitten several people now and she didn't do that. Right, right. So let's just hope, you know, everything's going well with James. Um, he seems very, you know, in love with Graham, as does Ellie. So hopefully it's all working out. I do think it's really like, it's just like another punch to the gut that like they changed his name. You know, it's like, it's not even Graham anymore. It's hippie. <laughs> like it's like, Oh yeah. Oh. I still don't really understand that choice. Other than, I, like, don't... I understand fresh starts and people, but like, can you communicate that to a dog and, I mean, I guess if, yeah, I guess if you repeat it like enough, you know, if that, it must have been triggering to them to say Graham, I don't know. But like, does the, does it reset for the dog? Is the dog like, oh, I'm hippie. It's a reset for me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they recommended that, you know, like to, yeah, for a fresh start for, I, I need to hear from, um, the dog whisperer guy. What's, uh, uh, Ooh. Caesar Milan. Caesar, Caesar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I thought it was interesting. She said that um, many of the cat, like she was trying to, she was like having a hard time dealing with James moving on so quickly, like being so serious with Allie, like three weeks after really their breakup and like, it's just the love of my life. And then her cast members were like just encouraging her to drink more. Who do you think those cast members were? I didn't love that part that she said that. I felt like I I don't know that it's fair to like put that on everybody unless it like truly happened where they're like, drink more. Um <laughs> I, I just thought I, I I was like that part like kind of perked my ears up of like, I don't know. I, I yeah. guess it could be true. But um, I, I wish that they would have shown that a little bit more because, like, absolutely in, like, the first couple episodes, you could tell she was truly unhinged talking to James. Like, she's like, you're the love of your life, like, with almost, like, tears in her eyes. Like, it was yeah. very um, captivating to watch that. And I would have liked to see more of that journey rather than them pushing, like, a fake Peter date. You know, like, I wish they would have explored those, like, they would have had someone ask her more about that and and they try they did the alley scenes a lot you know where she sat down with Allie and like warned her but they didn't really address like yeah how it felt for Raquel or so or for someone to kind of agree with her yeah I don't I don't know what you mean by fake Peter date <laughs> that you're confusing me he would be so pissed if he heard that 
I know. <laughs> it wasn't fake. Well, that's why he's mad at us because he's. What did he think he that he thought that we said he did it for a storyline? It's like no, we don't think you did it, Peter. I absolutely believe you were taking Raquel out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I'm not doubting that. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Well. um... Okay, I love that she has a plan for when season 11 airs. My question is, she's like, oh, we've already got a plan. Every Tuesday morning, I'm going to talk with my therapist after the Monday episode airs. And my only question here is, I think that's a great plan and very proactive. But it says the premiere is the 30th, which is a Tuesday. I... Uh, <laughs> and we know this because of party planning reasons. I'm like... <laughs> borderline concerned that people aren't telling her to not watch like that. That's not the advice of like, I'm going to take, you know, season 11 off from watching. And, but I think I appreciate that she is because she yes. says she doesn't want to have a podcast where it's, it's reacting to the episodes. Right. Um, but I do, I mean, I, I think that's why her podcast is going to be, one to continue to listen to because yes. she can She'll, give us she a perspective that is like, you know, it's just like it, how Kristen is doing retro episodes. It's like she can do that because she was there. I want to hear what was in their head at that moment, the way Kristen is doing retro aspects without Raquel on the show season 11. Fine. Cool. But now if she can say what was in my head, like she said a little bit, what was in my head during this and this? She's given us a taste. Yes, I do want to know. Like, we can all guess and speculate, and I don't need to, re you know, blow up Scandal again. Not interested in that. But, yes, I do want a little more insight when it's not led by Bethany over-talking and putting ideas in her head. Like, I just want to hear what she was thinking and how she felt and that's it. And yeah, and I, I I really appreciate that they didn't like overly edit her either. I could tell there was definitely some hard cuts in there here and there. It was like a little splicey. But for the most part, they really let her talk. No one interrupted her. They, I mean, they made some comments like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Or, you know, like kind of how like all of us were feeling. Do but you know what I thought was really was interesting about how honest she was? I mean, and this is where you're saying, ooh, maybe you shouldn't admit that, is that, okay, not only is she saying she's going, she watched every episode of season 10, and she's going to be watching a season 11, let's face it, both you and I would be fucking watching every episode, right? Yeah. Like, I would cringe at myself, but I would do it, because I want, I would want to know everything that happened. And then she said about that two T's in a pod podcast with the Toms, she goes, Oh my God, I blocked that part out. She goes, I mean, I, actually, I listened to that interview like five times. I, uh, yes. That is so fucking, such a fucking real answer that no one would ever admit to or should admit to. But I really appreciate that she did because that's fucking relatable. And you know, it's the truth. She said she listened five times. Who would admit that? So I, now that she admitted that, I am leaning in to, she's telling us her. She's being fully honest. Yeah. Whenever she's saying, because that wasn't a, like, you really listened five times. Like, ooh, girl, maybe you shouldn't. But let's be honest. Wouldn't we all? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, my my overall takeaway from it, as I was, I was just kind of, I, I don't know that I'm going to tune in every week. And, like, I saw a lot of people say this, and I kind of agree. It might be nice to let someone just recap that one, you know, and when things pop up here and there, reference it back or whatever. But I think, I really think that she should be proud of herself for A, coming back, you know, and like telling her side of the story. And then I, I'm just, I'm semi-impressed with how raw it was. I mean, I like that she gave us the details of the night that it happened. Yes. And, you know, also the reasoning behind the area that she thought it was cringy, but the reason why she was having that conversation with Ariana, which makes sense because he kept telling her, no, I'm, I'm actively breaking up with her in couple therapy. No. And then he said, 
were not having sex. So I thought actually, you know, you and I would do the same thing. Probably like, let's just pretend it was Ariana, but like, we didn't know her and we weren't friends with her. And we're like, Oh, you're dating this person. Like, like maybe, okay. So let's say you're having an affair with a guy that, you know, has a girlfriend, but you don't know the girlfriend. Maybe you meet her. Wouldn't she be like, oh, so you guys are, oh, you really have, oh, you really, like, you would want to know if they're having sex. You would want to know if they're breaking up. Because that, then you know he's full of shit and he's feeding you lies, right? I, like, some of the questions that I hope that they will answer is, like, what, how did you feel when Sandoval made a Valentine's Day post about Ariana? You know, like, remember, there oh. was things he was doing yeah. in the midst of this that were so... Like, it was, like, flagrant lies that were happening. Like, I want to know about those, too. Like, even, even like, the little details that she gave, which maybe she doesn't even think is that big of a deal, but, like, how she was, like, me and Lisa were shooting at Sir, and he came over and brought me my special drink and met and said, let's go out here. You know, it's, like, those, if yeah. I was Ariana and I heard, like, just those little details, it would make me punch the wall. Like- we're not, no, let's not go to beaches. She's very specific. Let's not go to beaches. Let's go to the Abbey. And then like, the oh, I'm locked out. Oh my God. Just if you're Ariana sleeping and hearing the story going, oh, well, I was fucking sleeping. Or maybe she was watching fucking forensic files in her bed with her sound machine on and didn't realize and even yeah, And even like little things where, you know, she's like, should we go in the jacuzzi? And then, like, that what she went in, what he went in, that there was towels on the side of the house. Like, where were these towels? Like, did they keep them out in the open? Like, were they on the, it was there a little side shed? Like, what, I, like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, Jackson and Brittany have a pool house, but I don't think Tom and Ariana do. They don't. Um, yeah, it was just cringe. And then like, oh, it's weird. Let's not have this conversation oh, here. I was, I was flashing back more to Tom and Katie's house. Cause I was like, I was there, but that, that, that different house, different house. <laughs> no, but I don't think they have a pool house. Cause they have like, no, and lemon yeah. Trees and stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, and do they even have a jacuzzi? Cause he said, let's go in the pool. It's heated. Uh, yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they have a jacuzzi. Like on the back of it, like they have that waterfall thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an in the ground, like it kind of like blends into it, I thought. Yeah, I mean, but then why wouldn't you say let's go in the jacuzzi? Yeah. Mm, Maybe we should look up that property and see what it comes with. Because why would you go in the pool? You would just go in the jacuzzi. Yeah. Maybe he was afraid the jacuzzi. It has a jacuzzi. It has one. Okay, he was too afraid to go to the jacuzzi that his dick won't get hard. Yeah, I thought he and said. They, I thought they said they did go in the jacuzzi. Maybe I heard that wrong. With the fire pit, he said. The nice thing about this pool is it's heated. Is it? I don't. I don't know. Ugh. Um, it's just the fact that Ariana's upstairs. It's horrible, regardless. But that she's upstairs, and then they go, and then the producers like, well. So you made out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you do everything? 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 It was very, very, very bad. So, okay, Ugh. yes. <laughs> yes, you did then. Ugh. I mean, here's the thing. Like, she she had a conscience to not stay, like, once the kiss happened or whatever, to be like, I'm not comfortable here, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, I need to go somewhere else. And so he, they're like, how about my car. So they went to the car. I would 100% need to drive away into like an empty parking lot somewhere. I would not be parked outside of the window of the house. In the driveway. Like, well, I mean, she got bolder because as we heard later on, like, remember he was sneaking out of the guest room. Yes. This reminds me of the, the lifetime movie that Rob Lowe played the true story of the cop in Chicago that would sneak his 19-year-old girlfriend into the basement. She's like, but your wife is upstairs. And he's like, oh, we're, I just can't move out because of money and blah, blah. You're like, just gross. And then he murders, like, he murders, like, three wives. What's his name? Oh, um. Drew. Drew. Oh, yeah. 
Drew Peterson. Yes. Yeah, Sandoval's fucking Drew Peterson. Um, okay. I, I did love when the lady interview, iHeartRadio producer person, and then rate, like played the clip of two teas in a pod, and they're like, oh, Raquel, and Sandoval's like, it's not like it's just because she's a hot girl. Like, dude, I was uh, a model for 15 years. And, like, while they're playing it, Rachel Raquel's like, ew, ew gross. The arrogance. And then the, the producer makes fun of it, too. Like, dude, I can get any girl. Like, yeah, that was so gross. It was so gross. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad they called it out. Because he yeah. made him look like the douche he is. And then the other douchey, I guess this would be like my last point, really, is her phone call with Lisa. Okay. Now, I 100% believe this, too. Like, Yes, of um, course. I did think it was like I was a little wor- – like, I don't know that you should go at Lisa like that. Like, uh, she was – Yes, she was like – really like doing her voice in kind of a mocking way and, and like yes. it, like it was funny and she did it well yeah and but I, I did not detect any lies coming from her I was just and, like ooh. and I love like do flowers actually it's like an apology do flowers actually are they a meaningful gesture when you command someone to bring you flowers <laughs> why don't you bring me flowers and then you could tell me why you left so, so abruptly. So, again. And like apologize. Stassi, like, Stasi wasn't, like, fucking, like, horrified that all of her friend group lied to her. And then she was being blackmailed by Frank. And Lisa only cares why Stasi left Sir so abruptly and, you know, without notice. And here... She only cares why Raquel left Sir without notice. Which is, um, it, it just. There's a little thing like she's getting death threats and she's suicidal. Maybe that. And, uh-huh. and it's literally like we can give so many examples of how many times Lisa has pulled this. She pulled it with Lala. Remember Lala had to come yes. and repent for running to her mom. Yes. Um, it, basically why you, everyone. Why did you leave Sir? It's like she left, like, you know, she's like. She's like the Pope's number one. Assist. Why did you leave the Abbey, Maria? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's, this isn't about Sir Lisa. You know, people are wanting to kill Raquel. She's wanting to kill herself. She needs to fucking leave Sir, okay? I think it's quite obvious. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yes, come tell me why you left so, ab- like, uh, what? <laughs> Like, like, honestly, like, Lisa should have said, like, the scene should have been Lisa going to visit her in treatment. Honestly, that, this is what Vanderpump Rules constantly gets wrong, is they never address the shit that they do. You know, like, the firings. We never talked about it. We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to, you know, it's like they they skate over these important things. With Lisa being such a mental health advocate, I'm sorry to bring up her brother, but she does like to bring that up. Like she, she loves the broken bird, right? As the, the crap and sky call call it the broken bird. Um, she, she's right up Sandoval's ass to defend this broken bird, to make sure his well being's okay. And the fans are just being too hard. Where is that for Raquel? Well, and and also how they mentioned once she gave a no that it was like it's like they moved yeah. on from her. That also seems really real because you can the the cast has that arrogant attitude about her. You know, they've kind of blamed her for not coming back and been like, "Well, that was her stupid choice." You know, like it, it was her stupid choice. Maybe it's and, a life or death choice. Yeah, and it just wouldn't hurt to to acknowledge that a little bit. And Sandoval, okay, he says he had those moments. Life or death choice. He said he had to go back for financial reasons, which I believe, but more so, he needed to thrive in the fame. Mm-hmm. Raquel, I think, would have liked to thrive in the fame, but not this kind of fame. Sandoval will take any kind of fame. It doesn't matter. There's no bad press, good press. Raquel, 
And and to be fair, like he's never had this. He's wanted this the entire time. He's He's always been the side guy. Yes, there could never be a spinoff about him. And now, and now, like literally, everyone has to fall at his feet and be grateful. Jax has to be grateful. Everyone has to be grateful for making money because he is the only one left that orchestrated this. Now let's think about this. Like number one, now he's the number one guy in the group with Jack's gone. It's like, but he's not because let's think about the options here. If you had a spinoff choice between Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, assuming we're going to be following Tom and the most extras, or let's say Schwartz goes back to Florida and lives life with his three brothers. I'm going to watch that show. Me too. <laughs> I am. I am not. I. I I am never going to watch that fool sing again. I can't do it. And I'm very close to saying the same thing for James Kennedy, but I'm not quite there. But it's like, yeah. I saw I saw this freaking TikTok where, um, it's hilarious. I'm going to post it on our, our, our page. But this, they're, they're at like a bar. Like it looks like a, I'm sure everyone will recognize where it is. I don't, but it looks like somewhere in L.A., and you see some idiot karaokeing in front of everyone, and there's the like the you know like the karaoke booth where like you put your request in or whatever. Yeah. And a girl, the girl who's filming, goes, "Hey, are you um, one of those guys from Vanderpump?" Like she's like yelling this like as he's singing, and it's freaking Tom standing there doing one of his stupid songs, and like he's like so into it, it sounds so horrible. And then he ends, and everyone claps. And, like, it's actually, like, very hilarious, but the comments are just roasting him. Like, it's it's hilarious, but he, <laughs> like, the comments were, like, I want to find someone who is in love with me with, how, like, as much as Tom Sandoval is in love with himself. Like, yes. he is so obsessed with himself. It's it's like nothing I've ever seen. And it's one of the biggest reasons I always, like, I always thought Ariana was cool, whatever. But, like, I always, in the back of my mind, was like, how the hell is she with yeah. Sandoval? Like, he's yeah. such a douche. Yes. Like, it doesn't make sense. And Very surface level. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, she, and she's not. Like, she is, yeah. she is so down I to earth. I can actually see her more with Schwartz because Schwartz does have that deep philosophical side. Yeah, like, and, you know, and, pull him away from Sandoval, he, you know, he's yeah. got a different. It's so funny. The other day we were walking somewhere and we we're talking about music or something. And Daisy was like, I like my favorite is Ariana. And I was like, oh, you like Ariana Grande? That's cool. And she's like, not Ariana Grande, Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. And I was like, <laughs> what? I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. And she's like, what? She's my favorite girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. I know. I was like, that's a major, like, pop culture moment for Ariana. She could just pick it up from, you know, like, like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Which is oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, to yeah, watch yeah. And well, be and like. She loves, she loves blonde hair. So she gravitates towards anyone blonde. Mm. So. Well, she didn't say Lala. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't say Sheena, who's blonde now. You're right. You're right. She didn't say Monica from Salt Lake in the uh, footage at Park City, Meredith Marks Boutique, when she was blonde. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. Well, that's funny. That's cute. Well, that was fun. Okay, so let me know. Let's give some thought to Thursday. Okay. I I just... I wish we had a little more notice, or I wish it was a weekend. Yeah, I, I, I wish a few more things, but I love that place. Yeah, well, I mean, I I will say if you're willing to drive down here, dude, like, of course, I'm not going to deny going. Um, okay. So, well, because it's so easy. Like, you're yeah. home in ten minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I could have been home in five minutes. Anyways. <sighs> oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So that, and then. And then we have the 17th, and then I reached out to see if we still have our table or not for the 30th, so we'll see. But it sounds like they're having a party there anyways. Oh, they got back to you. You didn't see that? Oh, no, I did Yeah, yeah, we're we're good. 
Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, I, I, on the thirtieth. Yeah, you guys. it's so funny. Um, I was I was reading through emails today, and I was like, oh, like we just are getting nothing but good news today. Like we got our confirmation for our other thing. We got the confirmation <gasps> for that, and it just made me feel. I was like, this is great news. I. I'm feeling Honestly, so things have turned so much right? for me in the last couple of weeks. So many things, and I'm like, okay, maybe I just, I just keep. It's like keep coming, keep coming. Yes, yes, I've had some great things. I, I'm like, me too. I am just like, I am just taking it all in and rolling with it. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's a good sign for the year. Absolutely. I, I feel. And, I'm. I'm excited. Big things and for, coming. And for our season, and you know. Despite what Jerry says, this he thinks this could go on for another 40 years. We treat every season like it could potentially be its last, so let's go balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just excited to like, to watch like with everybody. Like that. that's always my favorite thing is like our community of people is so great. And I feel like we have even like a bigger audience on Instagram ever since Scandival. So like, I'm just looking for, like, we're going to push. I'm, I'm going to let all of those like feelings of self doubt of like, don't post that real. Don't, don't post that. St- screw it. I'm posting everything that I want to, and we're going to, we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. All right. Thanks you guys. Okay. Thanks. Talk to you Talk later. To you. Bye. Bye.